Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Better than this, folks, the Draft Dudes Podcast. I am Joe Marino of NDT Scouting and FanRag Sports, joined as always by Kyle Krabs, who's the founder and director of scouting at NDT Scouting and with FanRag Sports as well. We are the Draft Dudes Podcast, and today is a special episode mm-hmm. because we have our first player interview ever on the Draft Dudes Podcast, and I can't wait to get into that. But uh, before we do, you know, Kyle is here with me as always, and he's always a special guest uh, every day on the podcast. What's going on, man? Uh, don't act like you're anywhere near as excited to talk to me as you are as the guy we got coming up behind me. Come on now. Um, <laughs> my poor no. girlfriend, I swear, I think you're the person I talk to most in my life. But uh... Uh, Well, you know, duty calls, right? So, yeah, man. Um, no, you know, this, is, this will be a really great way for us to end the week uh this was a great week of of draft dudes for us it's uh a new project for us we had a lot of success with our previous platform and moving on to this one uh, we've set records every episode this week and you know we're we're not starting from scratch but we we really kind of are so seeing that upticking and, and everybody getting really interested in what we're doing and you know it's just really cool and you know thank you guys so much for uh continuing to uh to invest in the show and and get excited about it, so please go tell somebody else about us, and tell us about the dude that we've got lined up for today. 
We have a special guest today, none other than University of Tennessee running back Alvin Kamara. We are thankful for you, Alvin, giving us a few moments of your time, and uh, uh, thank you so much. This is going to be a real treat having you on here. And i got to ask, how's the offseason been treating you, and uh, what are you doing to prepare for the Combine and the start of your NFL career? I know the Combine's coming quick here, and do you have any uh, you know, personal goals or expectations of yourself at the event? Man, so, yeah, I mean, it's coming up quick. Combine's coming, you know, training is going well. I just expect to perform well. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, shoot my own horn or anything, or throw out any numbers or predict anything. But I guess we'll just wait and see what happens. Yeah, uh, that's a good good approach. Go out there and uh, compete against yourself. Uh, you know, you've got a rare opportunity in front of you. You get to uh, have a chance to get selected in the NFL and play in the NFL. What motivates you? What is uh, the driving force behind the grind uh, to do all that it takes to pursue a career in professional football? Man, it's really just been from, from being young and, like, having that dream and just watching football and, and playing Little League football and moving up school and playing football in high school and getting closer to like man I, I could really do this and now it's here it's so it's surreal but I mean it's right there it's, it's, it's within reach so you know I'm just trying to take advantage of every workout every opportunity I got and you know when that combine comes take advantage of that and then you know we're just waiting for the draft and see where I end up yeah, that's uh, that's got to be quite thrilling. I can only imagine. Um, kind of looking at your career at Tennessee, you know, you, you're there for it looks like 24 games and averaged less than nine carries per game. When you look back on that, is that something that frustrates you to look at, or do you think maybe there's a flip side to it where there's a benefit entering the NFL uh, fresh and, and uh, ready for the opportunity ahead? Uh, I wouldn't say frustrating. I mean, every player, you know, wants to play, and of course, I feel like I could contribute to my, I could have contributed to my team more, you know, if I had the ball in my hands more. But at the end of the day, I was really just a, a, a team player, you know. And whatever my my coaches, my teammates asked me to do, it, you know, that's what that's that's how everything went with me getting, you know, the amount of carries I got. So I think it's actually a good thing as far as you know the limited the limited carries I did have. I think it it uh, bodes well for me with with front office and, and NFL coaches because it's less wear and tear on my body in my college career. I mean, I didn't have as many carries as some of the other guys and as much um, injury, you know, injury um, opportunities. So I feel like it, 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 it worked out in the end. Yeah, no doubt about that, and I'm sure that we have a, a good group of volunteer fans listening, and it's interesting when you look at Tennessee. For decades, we saw that program just produce NFL player after NFL player, and, and it's remarkable. The last two seasons, we didn't see any draft picks from Tennessee, and now you're part of a crop there that includes you know, Derek Barnett and Josh Malone, Cam Sutton, Josh Dobbs, Jalen Reeves, Maven, so that's going to change this year for sure. But, uh, you know, looking back at your path, you know, you're from Alabama, to the junior college and then ultimately Tennessee what drew you to Tennessee and and what is your uh, your take on where the program is headed and, and what drew me to Tennessee was a lot of tradition you know when I came up to visit um family you know those guys are close from the coaches to the players so I mean support staff from the training room I mean just the whole the whole vibe of, the, uh, of Knoxville is just it's, it's different than what I've what I've been a part of so you know that's really why I went ahead and went ahead and uh, 
became a volunteer. You know, I enjoyed my time there, enjoyed my coaches, enjoyed the fans, and it was just, it was great. Yeah, Alvin, uh, I had a chance to go to a Tennessee game in uh, a couple years before you had a chance to get there, and that, that certainly is one of the more special places that I've been in, and, and had a chance to see a football game. But I want to talk about you for a second. Uh, when we watch your film, we see ample illustrations of speed, balance, and, and, and running power you know, all in one package with what you bring to the table. Uh, do you do you have any sources of inspiration from other players that you might have watched on film or guys that you watched growing up that you've drawn from to kind of give you this really versatile skill set? Growing up, I watched everybody from Priest Holmes to Work Done to Clinton Portis to, like, I mean, even throwing back and watching Walter Payton and, and Barry Sanders and Marshall Falk, like, just trying to throw, throw all that in there and with some – with some Adrian Peterson, I mean, I just try to incorporate it all. I feel like I can do it all, so I was just like, man, why not catch the ball out the backfield? Why not go to spot? Why not run in between the tackles? Why not? Why not run the outside zone plays? And I feel like I'm capable. You know, I got to put that on display. And when you turn on my like you said, a lot of people see that. So I feel like I did a pretty good job of just trying to trying to take advantage of all my tools. Oh, I'd certainly say you did. Um... When you look at that level of versatility, uh, there's no doubt that you're going to bring something to the table for any offense that's looking uh, for a running back, whether they run uh, gap power, inside-outside zone. Uh, do you feel as though there's any particular running structure that comes easier to you or it kind of lends itself best to your skill set? I just feel like whatever whatever I get, get um, whatever position I get put into, I think, <laughs> That's what fits my skill set. You know, like I said, I feel like I can do it all. I can, if it's an inside zone scheme team, I feel like so I can do that without a problem. If it's an outside zone scheme team, I feel like I can do that. You know, spread offense. I, I mean, I, I, I want it all. You know, I want, I want everything on my plate. You know, fill my plate up. That's what I always say. Good stuff. Uh, we got one more for you, and then we're gonna let you go. Uh, sometimes running back gets a little watered down as far as the analysis of what happens because it seems so simple where you just get the ball and you run. But can you take a moment and talk to everybody about uh, kind of the breakdown that, of things that happen uh, with just a, a simple carry? Um, you know, there's a lot of dominoes that have to go on schedule for that run to go the way you want us to. So from things that you're looking at before the snap uh, to as you're approaching the mesh point when you press the line of scrimmage, like, what are some things that go through your mind, you know, in that thought process, and how quickly does that come to you when you're in live game action? Man, well, just being a running back, first of all, just before the run, I mean, there's a there's a difference between a, a runner and a running back, you know. We always talked about it at Tennessee, my running back coach, Robert Gillespie. I mean, anybody can get the ball and run, but, I mean, being a running back, you got to be able to protect and you got to be able to, you know, catch the ball and, and incorporate all those things, but, as far as getting the handoff and, and actually carrying the ball, you know, when I come up to the line, I'm looking for anything anything that'll uh, give me a, a heads up, you know, um, from the D line pressure, whatever whatever hand they got down, how much pressure they got on their hand, uh, where their eyes are at, the safety's depth. Um, you know, I'm looking to see if I can get any indicators on if a blitz is coming because I mean that all that affects um, how 
you know, your, your read ends up. So when I, after I figure that out, you know, you got to, after I diagnose that, play the ball snap, and I'm moving. You know, it's kind of like, it's hard to explain how you, how you know process once you get the ball. But, I mean, positive yardage, yardage <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, uh, Alvin, I'm going to sneak one more in. I got to get a bonus question. I, I Tennessee has such a great tradition with running backs from James Stewart to Jamal Lewis and Arian Foster and yourself. Yeah, looking looking at the roster now, we've got John Kelly up and coming. What can we expect from him and uh, going forward? Man, John, John is <laughs> John crazy. I mean, he works hard. You know, he he he, he takes coaching well. Um, you know, with him just being under me, I mean, when he came in, we have a program at Tennessee called the Little Brother Program, Big Brother Program. So he was my little brother, and I mean, me and him got real close. And he just, I mean, he understands the game, and he just he wants to he wants to run through somebody's face every time he get the ball. He just he resilient, you know. So I just I, I expect him to have a big year this year. I know I know he's gonna do what he has to do to you know uh, secure Tennessee and and help them get to a winning season. So. Be looking for big things from him. I know I'm putting a lot on him right now. He's probably gonna say something about it, but <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah, well, I can't. I, I got some glimpses of him last year, and uh, uh, can't wait to see him 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 in uh, 2017. Uh, I know I speak for Kyle when I say thanks for being yes. gracious with your time. I know you're you're busy, a lot on the plate, but uh, it's uh, we really appreciate you uh, coming and chatting with us here on the Draft Dudes podcast. Alvin, all yep. of the best the rest of the way, and, and I know the combine, and uh, we wish you all the success. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Absolutely, thank you. Oh, Kyle, that was one heck of a conversation there with Alvin Kamara. Really enjoyed uh, getting to speak with him, learn more about him as a person, and uh, man, that question about uh, the the mental checklist of what he goes through on a carry was was eye opening. Yeah, it's. Uh, he, I mean, he said it best, right? There's there's runners and there's running backs, and uh, I I don't think there's any doubt with the the level, uh, the detail oriented approach that you, he goes through, you know, just getting lined up in the backfield and, and processing. Okay, where are my gaps along the line of scrimmage, and, and where are the defensive linemen, where are they putting their pressure? Where does it look like they're leaning? What's the body count in the box? Where are the safeties at? All that kind of stuff. I mean. No, I can imagine. Uh, I unfortunately cannot run probably high four fours like Alvin's going to. But uh, one, once you get that ball in your hands, it's all uh, as, as he alluded to. It's hard to describe. So it's I can imagine it's much more of a feel after the fact. But you got to get that uh, that mental inventory in beforehand. And I th- I think that he did a, just a wonderful job in you know taking you know uh, what I had thought to be a modest question and, and really knocked it out of the park. Yeah, you know, in my scouting reports on running backs, I use the word natural runner quite a bit. And I think I think um, that response really helps me encapsulate what that actually means. You know, there's so much there's so much to the mental side of the game. But the people that are the running backs that can apply that naturally without thinking, you can tell the guys that are thinking. You know, these guys that just go and have a good mm-hmm. sense of the game and where the flow is going to be and play concepts. You know, Alvin Kamara is a guy that really encapsulates that for me on film. Yeah, I think I'm sitting here looking at my full film assessment, and my film assessment for him was low first-round caliber, I think, because he was only two-year 
uh, player at the Division One level. Uh, he's probably going to end up as a, an early to mid-two as far as his overall score, uh, but his film score is really likable as far as the traits that he has. And I'm um, looking at the vision category in particular, and uh, I had noted processing behind the line of scrimmage is strong, does well to feel creases developing at the mesh point, and does well to attack after pressing the line of scrimmage. So that kind of stuff... Like, that's just a further affirmation of the things that he talked about that he does before the snap. It makes sense why he's good at those things, because he takes so much into account as he's getting lined up and, and preparing to, to receive the ball. Well, that was quite a marriage, huh, of a scouting report notes uh, practically applying with what you just heard from the man himself. That was cool. Uh, I'm looking over my notes here, and the, the area that I graded Kamara uh, highest was, it was in the elusive balance agility area. His balance through contract and his skills with his offhand and the wiggle that he has to accelerate and keep moving forward through contact, you know, despite not being an overly large guy, is pretty special. He's awfully twitched up and shifty, but uh, what he can do, you know, even when he's getting hit and trying to be brought down to continue moving forward, not necessarily with dominating power, but wiggle and just uh, a savvy to keep going forward is a really special trait uh, when I watch Kamara on tape. Yeah, he's he's got such a nice blend of, you know, I don't know necessarily if he's got elite speed or elite power, but the blend that he has and brings to the table, I mean, you heard him talk about himself when he was talking about, oh, he's a little bit of Adrian Peterson sprinkled in there, a little bit of Walter Payton. Uh, Warwick Dunn, anybody that can take the strengths of all those guys and, and kind of blend them into one guy, uh, I would not bet against him because the, the the physical package that he brings to the table is excellent. You can tell he's he's a very football intelligent uh, young man as well. So uh, this this was I don't know about you, Joe, but I think this was such such a great way to to kick the people into the weekends and let all the dude and dudettes enjoy themselves on the weekend before the combine yeah man it's uh it's we keep saying it's draft season it's always draft season but uh the fun part about what's on the horizon is the combine and we get all of the data that we've been waiting for yes and uh uh you know it'll be you know alvin kamara obviously will be a guy that uh you know we'll be anxiously awaiting his his numbers but um you know it's it's time to really get all finally we get all the data plots for the scouting reports and we can start uh really getting our final grades together yeah you know what the the combine's gonna hint hit and we're going to process that data and I am going to have over 200 finalized scouting reports at the end of that week. And and I've seen firsthand, I've seen firsthand what Kyle Krabs does when he gets data for the first time. We're in senior, I've been two senior bowls now with Kyle and he gets the freaking uh, measurements and it's like, we can't get back to the, to the office quick enough for him to get it into his, (laughs) his spreadsheet. And it's like, it's like I went and, you know, used the bathroom and it, Ate a ate a you know a pack of crackers and Kyle's like oh I inserted all the the height weight hand and arm measurements for all three hundred guys it's like uh, I know that you are chomping at the bit for this information already because this is what we work for all year right like it, it, once you learn to quantify this stuff and utilize this stuff for your evaluations it's like I know what I think of somebody like Camaro on film uh, I know what I think he I know what he's scoring in my other supplemental traits. And it's just like that last little bit. Like, I'm sitting here looking at 95% of a score for over 200 guys, and I just want to be able to have, like, some definitive final scores. So the opportunity to do that this upcoming week, 
uh, is going to be just great. Just like what we guys have planned for you guys on Monday, uh, we Ooh. have another guest with us, and we're going to break the mold a little bit. We're not going to talk about um, film, oddly enough, on a draft show. <laughs> we're going to talk about board construction and draft philosophy and, and how teams process when they are on the clock. We're going to be joined by Mr. Dan Hatman of the Scouting Academy. Uh, going to have a really great conversation on that board construction and draft uh, philosophy. So we're really looking forward to having Dan on. Uh, we kind of had a, a Twitter encounter at the end of this week that kind of motivated and inspired us to have Dan on the show. So uh, Dan always brings the heat. He's an incredibly talented guy. He, he worked for three NFL franchises uh, over the course of a number of seasons. So he he's seen this stuff firsthand, and I don't doubt he's going to bring a ton of heat. Uh, so you guys will have to check back in on Monday. And what better way to do that than to hit that subscribe button to the dudes, right? Uh, you can hit subscribe on iTunes, Audio Boom, or any of the other uh, syndicated podcast apps that you may have found us on. If we're there, odds are you can subscribe. Please do. Uh, give us a rating. Let us know how we're doing. Um, other than that, you know, we, we're just really looking forward to, to carrying you guys through April and into the summer and uh, letting you guys be along for the whole ride. It, it is a year-round process for us as uh, guys who, who take this as professionals, and uh, we're really looking forward for everything that the next year and beyond has to offer. So please, don't miss out on the chance to take that ride with us. Hit that subscribe button. I am Kyle Krabs, Director of Scouting and NDT Scouting. Joined by Joe Marino, signing off for the both of us. Thank you very much, and have a great weekend from the dudes. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.